We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Our goal is to win, for Christ's sakes. And you keep talking about the CBT. You keep talking about prospects and your long-term goal. Like, you just basically told us we ain't good enough. We suck. You let us down. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. A hole the size of I don't even know what in that bullpen. Keep playing like dog Great call by manager Lou. Go get me a goddamn first baseman. That's what I want. I don't want an outfielder D8. I need a first baseman. Okay, Lou, I'll ask you something. What? How do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address... The closer situation. Lou, what's up, dog? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. World champs, former athletes, we got it all here on Gresham Fourier into hour two. We go from uh, we go from our guy Samoa Joe to now. If I can, uh, there we go. If I can get this. Uh, just uh, get this uh, thing to work. There, there you go. There we go. Figure it out, Greg. Rumor Loney is with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Well, I mean, as you, <laughs> Lou, as you know, there is, if you look at the bottom of this mouse, I don't know what is. There's a mouse stuck to the bottom of this mouse. That's all I'll say. But, Nothing but the best. Well, you, you haven't improved the computers and mouses in the. In the- no, not, not in the last 20 years, Lou. Yeah, it's, that is. We yeah. haven't cleaned the mics either. Yeah, seriously. You want, you want to feel nasty and maybe have an excuse to stay at yeah. home? Look at these mic stocks yeah. and this microphone. Janet Prensky <laughs> used this thing, for God's sakes. <laughs> not many people get that joke. Lou does. Uh, Lou, it's game day, baby. Is there a different oh, level yeah. of excitement for you today? Yeah, no, it, the excitement's in the air. You know, um, <laughs> You know, last year it was just it, it's strange. Last year we're looking at this lineup, and you know, Devers, Yoshida, and Verdugo, Casas, Duran, and uh, you know, this year it's a little different feel. Like uh, David Hamilton, I think okay. he's the only guy playing that's actually on the forty-man roster. So it's um, they got like two guys in the starting lineup from minor league camp, and I, I thought I knew everybody. Like seventy different scouting reports, I can use probably seven of them here today because there's a lot of guys from minor league camps that are going to be playing in this game. So a little different look for the Sox, and I tell you what, we're going to have a ball game here, boys. Like, this one's going to be a tight one. Uh, Northeastern's pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to say, are you going to give the scouting report on Northeastern? Yeah, I, I, I know him. I, actually, I, I'm, you know me, I'm crazy. I've done yeah. a few practices. I know yeah. the head coach, Mike Lavin, pretty well, and they got they got a really good team. I mean, I, I kind of jokingly aside, somebody was joking how, like, their center field, this kid, Mike Sirota, might be the best player in the field today. Oh, um, because you know, he's a first-round pick. Like he's a he's a pretty electric player, uh, center fielder for Northeastern. Yeah, and, and I do have kind of an issue with you. I meant to bring this up to you. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, you know what? Like, uh, I'll just uh, go know, to the bathroom. You know, the whole like you know smell of the grass and look how excited yeah. I am down here when you first showed yeah. up in Fort Myers. I was like <laughs> yeah. telling Gresh, I'm like, I'm like, lose it, lose an oddball. Like I can't ever <laughs> remember Lou being ever being excited. And I don't know any other football players that would get excited going to camp or after they retired heading back to, like, Gillette Stadium to watch a practice because all the PTSD shows up. But you, you become, yeah. like, a new person. Yeah. No, I do. Yeah, it's right. 
I know, and I actually just ca- talked to Roach the other day because we wanted to kind of go back and forth and just some notes. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, um, you're, 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 you're Roachy Merloni. That's your new name. You know what it is? I, I don't know. Like, like, when my career was over, man, I had closure. So, like, spring training, I hated spring training. I mean, I hate it. I never walked in here with a job. I had to get to ground balls at second, third, and short. I had to, like, run around like an idiot. Every game freaking mattered. Like, I was trying to make a team, and I was just like, this is the worst time of my life, stress-wise. But all, when I come back now, there's, I don't feel any of that. Like, it's just like, you know why? Because I don't have to play. I don't have to do this. I don't have to take ground balls and worry about batting practice. I just sort of sit back, you know, talk to the guys and do a game, which is a lot of fun. So I, I, I don't have that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want to play. That was too hard. I wasn't good enough. I'm done. I'm done with that. Now yeah. now lose the guy on the bench with the Kangol hat, right? Mm-hmm. The chomped on yep. cigar. Yeah. Sitting yep. in the I'm sitting actually in... trying to get in this game knowing about the seventh or eighth inning by the time they start seven people in and out. I don't know. All right, Lou. Many other guys. How, do you have an inning before you would completely collapse and fall on the ground? The way Fourier oh, has the way Fourier has four times riding around on his wheelie cart. I took, they had some like media BP. They're like, you want to come by? You want to come by? I wanted nothing to do with it, but they told me they had beer. So I came <laughs> and I took two rounds. I woke up like, that night. My elbow's barking. I'm like, seriously? I'm like, really? Is this what it comes to? Yeah. Two rounds of BP and I got some freaking tennis elbow working or something. Two rounds but, of uh, BP equals how many swings? Uh, probably about 25-ish, okay. 30 Okay. I'm like that. Hey, so, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure you heard, like, the Raphael Devers uh, comments the other day about, yeah. like, you know, like his politicking through an interpreter for, uh, yeah. you know, more players, better players. I, I guess the question is, um, you know, can a guy that, uh, that needs an interpreter be a leader yeah. of a baseball team? Yeah, you know, it's, it is hard, you know, because, because he understands English. And, and I get it. I feel a lot of guys that, like, are just uncomfortable answering questions because, you know, you say one, one word wrong and we jump on it. You know, like, it's like a headline. Did you hear what he said? He said he doesn't care. And it's like, you know, so they, they're not, like, comfortable enough to express themselves through English. And, and it's unfortunate because when you're, the, you know, pretty much the face of a team or the highest paid player, you like to have that guy be able to kind of be in front of the media and address some of the issues. So it makes it a little bit different. I just love the fact that he said it. Like, it's just, you know, he's coming into his own. He's a lot more comfortable with it. And it's also the first year of that big contract, too, right? So I think there's a lot of responsibility there. And I think it's – you need somebody to speak for the team. And I know I heard some people say, like, you know, he's kind of ripping his teammates. And that's just – unfortunately, it's the reality. Because when you say we need starting pitching, you're basically telling Hauk and Whitlock that we need you in the bullpen. You know, we're looking for another starter or, or, or whoever it may be, Crawford or Wachowski or whatever. So – but that's that's why you don't want to say any names specifically. I think that's why he just said everybody knows what we need and didn't really specify. Lou, um, it, with this particular ownership, do you think there's any player in that clubhouse who could say something that it would resonate all the way up to the top level? Well, if it's going to be anybody, it'd be Devers. But right. I'm with you. I'm not so sure. I almost I almost feel like, and trust me, they're trying. You know, guys like Pedroia, guys like Ortiz, guys like Pedro, you know, um, you know, that they're vocal about, you know, getting back to who the Red Sox are. Uh, you know, does that register? So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what will register. I wish I could find out and, and do that or have that person say something to kind of change it up a little bit. Have you seen um, – I know John Henry was there the other day. Um, yeah. Didn't speak – the whole thing's Lou just seems 
I don't know. How, how do they? How do they fix? Like the the narrative that has been built around them. Like, how do they? Is it or is it just uh, too late? It's it's you know it just comes down to actions. You know, you want to change the narrative, sign Montgomery, and then go in the off season and sign a big right handed bat that can be sitting there between Casas and Devers for the next ten years. Like, you know, it's 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 all about through the action of what they do, and you know, John not speaking. You know, and a lot of it is he always says like, ah, I'm too honest. I I just say what I think. I get myself in trouble, and it's like, you know what? Right now, we'd be looking for that. No, we would love a touch of honesty. We Mm -hmm. we don't. We don't care. I mean, at least if you're honest, like we're good with it, you know. So I always, I still feel like if he, if he did talk to the media and he just kind of said exactly what he thinks, hell, if he came out and said we're not ready to win right now, you can disagree, but at least you hear it. At least you hear it from him. At least you have a better idea of the messaging and what is going on. Avoiding it, I still don't think is the right play. Lou, uh, is there anybody down there? That has caught your eye. Like, it's been so doom and gloom, and it's about who you don't have and what isn't there and all that kind of stuff. Do you at least have a couple of names of people that you're going to either keep your eye on today, this weekend, or over the next couple of weeks? Well, it's still a lot of the young kids that we kind of saw last year. Like, William Abreu is an absolute monster. Um, can he build up what we saw in a small sample size? To me, like Tyler O'Neill, can he stay healthy? Like, I look at Tyler O'Neill. I don't know if you've seen a picture of him or not, but I get tight and pull my bicep muscle just looking at him. Like, that's how shredded he's enormous. Like, he makes Duran kind of look small. And, and, but yet he's athletic. He's got a loose arm, loose swing, and he's kind of put on a show sometimes in BP. And just injuries have been a concern for him. So there, there's definitely some guys here that, you know, you look at and say, can they build off last year? Can they be better? What's the ceiling? Um, and that's kind of where you're at, right? Like you're just trying to figure some of these young guys out, trying to prove who they are in this league. So we're talking to Lou Merloni. Um, boots on the ground, Lou. I'm going to start calling you that for the next yeah. uh, week and a half, two weeks, as long as you're there. You know, you mentioned uh, Montgomery. Yeah. I do think it's interesting. Like it just feels like they're just waiting. Like everybody wants to sign this guy, but it's this weird game of Scott Boris and fill-in-the-blank Major League Baseball team game of chicken. When you lower the price, we'll jump in and give you a serious bid. Is that – how do you see it? Yeah, and I think a lot of teams around the league are doing that. But if you're the Red Sox, you can't wait for that. I don't, I don't think you can wait for that. I don't think you can wait for him to settle on a one-year deal with options or a two-year deal with options because, it's like, for example, if it's a one-year deal with option, I'm Jordan Montgomery. Forget about winning and losing, okay, because this is an individual thing because he wants to get free agency the next year. I want to go to a team, if I'm Montgomery – that has gold glove defense in my infield. If I need like a so-called pillow contract, I need all my infielders to have great range and make the plays. I'm not a big strikeout guy. So I need to make sure I go to a team where that three, seven ERA stays there. If I go to a team that doesn't have great range, that doesn't make plays in the infield, that ERA shoots the four, three, I'm not going to have success next year in the free agent market. So the lower the asking price goes in years, then it turns into, then I, I think you're out. You know, then I just I, I feel like you're out. Like all of a sudden the Phillies will get involved. Maybe the Yankees get involved. I don't know. Freaking Dodgers could still get involved. Who knows? But you're gonna go where you can win, and you know you got defense behind you. Lou, if you're Alex Cora, do you have to be a little careful of like controlling your emotions? Maybe not sending signs that you feel like Rafi Devers. Like it's now Cora's job to kind of take what is there and sort of build it up. Does does yeah. Alex have to be aware of uh, how sincere and serious he comes across 
in trying to pump those guys up? Because to those of us who've been around the guy, you can tell he does not seem thrilled with this situation. Right. And I, and I think for him, you kind of accept that role of coaching. You know, you accept that role. I think every coach sort of looks at it and says, my job is to get these guys better and to put them in a position to win and to see what they're doing wrong and, and try to make them better baseball players. I think one of the reasons why mentally he's in a good place is maybe that a part of that is just an acceptance of what he has. And it's like, listen, I'm, t- I'm going to roll up my starting five. If somebody gets hurt, I'm going to just, whoever that next guy is, we're going to put them out there and we're going to do our best. You know what I mean? And maybe it's not that simple or whatever, but still, I think there's an acceptance of what he has. And his goal is to see some of these young players in this league really kind of solidify themselves. And sometimes as a coach, that's very gratifying. So, guys, let's say your opening day, like your top five pitchers, right? Are there any of the starting pitchers that have pretty much already solidified a starting spot on the team? And who are the guys? Is there like, you know, five guys working for three spots? Is there two guys working for? How do you see that playing out? Yeah, I, I think Bayo, Giolito, and Pavetta, to me, are, are kind of locks here. And then you've got, you know, and Crawford probably leading um, the next wave of guys to be in this rotation. Uh, so does it come down to Hauk, Whitlock, Winkowski, you know, that type of thing? And I think they would love to have well, – obviously, Winkowski did a nice job in that relief role, you know, handling that sixth, seventh inning. But he does give you an option of, if they want him to be a starter, to be down at AAA and to call a guy up like that, that – you know, so you don't have to call up some of the other kids that you did last year. Have somebody you can rely on, and then it comes down to how can Whitlock? Like which one do we think can go deep in the games? Which one do we think can help us more in the bullpen? So, I think a lot will be determined. Um, you know, but it won't be determined by the numbers. I think that's the that's the hard thing in spring training. We always talk about these numbers that matter. Well, you know, when you play at home, the the the, the team you're playing against usually travels with a bunch of double AA, A, triple A ball players, right? couple of big league starters so at home you're not really facing big league hitters when you throw and hit on the road that's usually when you face the a lineups those games matter more for guys than say the home games given the competition so you really got to pay attention of you know this guy's 10 for 20 well who's he doing off of he's doing off a bunch of kids from double a triple a that he's been facing all year so the numbers won't always determine it they've got their own numbers to kind of figure all that stuff out uh, are you in uh, you in polos today? Button ups? What's the uh, attire for uh, Nesson at one? Yeah, a little Nesson polo piece. You know, it's uh, it's hot. Me and TC Jemai on the sidelines, so we'll uh, we'll break down this seven inning way go, and uh, <laughs> hopefully it's six and a half innings. You know, Sox don't have to hit in the bottom of the seventh, but you just you really never know. Lose shrinking games already. Well, we're only scheduled for yeah. seven. It'd be great if it went six and a half. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm, what's the crowd like out there? Five. Well, he wants to get to the Applebee's before the five o'clock uh, rush. It is Fort Myers. But what, what's the crowd like? If you are people down there, are they making a point to kind of stick around and show their support? What, what have you seen? Well, nothing. Well, it's uh, the park opens at eleven thirty, and okay. the northeastern game really never gets. It's a lot of friends and family, and, you know, they'll be the diehards here, whatever, just popping in for the game. But, you know, it'll be interesting. Sunday's the first home game. That's when you kind of get an idea, uh, Sunday weekend game, like what the crowd looks like. And I think you probably have a better idea Sunday and as the camp goes on as far as people coming out and supporting them. Okay. Well, that's when the Greg Hill Show shows down there. They're probably going to hijack you and trying to find a way to get you on their show. Make sure you reference our shows when you get a chance. <laughs> uh, God, they're going to be out at the pool all day long. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, Lou, thank you, buddy. Right, we appreciate you. Have a great call. Have a good game.
Hey, you too. All right, boys. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. There we go. Our guy, Lou Maloney. We love him. He's getting ready to uh, do the Lord's work on Nesson. Can it go six and a half? How funny is that? Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.